Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG, and I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialize in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affects your endometriosis and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and make sure you download my free report, Five Things You Eat and Drink That Make Your Endometriosis Symptoms Worse. The link is in the show notes. Let's start this episode. Welcome to this new episode and I am going to talk about something that you may not be aware of that you might have Um, and it is something that most women with endometriosis have um, and when I talk you through the symptoms you'll probably go oh tick 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 Um, and it is such a big problem when it comes to your symptoms so unless you do something about it it's you're just not going to see any major improvement so what i'm talking about is leaky gut um, and really my most women and i see it in all my clients um they with most women with endometriosis have leaky gut and as i said most of the time you don't realize that you have it so it might be a term that you've heard about um and it is quite um prevalent in with a lot of people nowadays and it's got to do with the kind of lives we lead the kind of foods we've gotten used to eating um, and our gut is just simply not designed to um, to function optimally in with those kinds of parameters so first let's look at a normal gut right a healthy gut um, has a, so the gut has a lining and when I talk about gut I talk about the intestines mostly so in a healthy gut, the lining provides a barrier between the gut and the bloodstream. Um, and in a healthy gut, only fully digested food, once it's broken down into its smallest molecules, will be able to pass through um, the gut from the gut through the gut wall into the bloodstream to be transported to where it's needed. Now with a leaky gut, you the damage. The, the gut lining is damaged, so it has cracks or holes that allow undigested food particles, toxins and bacteria to get through and into the bloodstream. Now, because undigested food particles and toxins and bacteria are not meant to be in the bloodstream, the body reacts to this quite strongly and it mounts an immune response. And we know that immune response means inflammation. Um, In my very first episode, episode one, I talk about the key role that inflammation plays in your symptoms. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back to episode one and and have a good listen. So having these undigested food particles and these toxins and these bacteria in your bloodstream will create an immune response, which a big part of is inflammation. Now, we do know that women with endometriosis have damaged gut lining and a leaky gut as a result of the combination of a genetic disposition, so it's a vulnerability you are born with, and your microbiome. And I I did um, talk about the microbiome in um, the episode two. 
So again, something to listen to if you haven't listened to it already. So you may not be aware of it, but if you have any of the following symptoms, and I'll just rattle off a whole list, it's very likely that you have leaky gut. Um, chronic diarrhea, chronic constipation, gas, or bloating, or all of these. Um, headaches, brain fog, memory loss, excessive fatigue. And can I say fatigue is one of the main symptoms that my clients have when we when they come um, to do something about their symptoms for endo. Um, skin rashes and problems like acne, eczema or rosacea. If you have enormous cravings for sugar or carbs. Um, if you have arthritis or joint pain. If you have depression, anxiety, ADD, ADHD. If you have any autoimmune diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, celiac disease or Crohn's disease, all of these have a direct connection with leaky gut. And the cause of leaky gut is usually an intolerance reaction to food. So in particular, gluten um, and dairy. And this insensitivity reaction causes inflammation, which in turn worsens the leaky gut. And you get into this vicious cycle of um, your gut reacting to the food um, and then uh, the food irritates the gut lining so the gut lining uh, gets more damage which increases the reaction which increases the inflammation and you get into this, this horrible downward spiral and you get to feel worse and worse and worse and because we know that inflammation is at the core of all your endometriosis symptoms all your symptoms over time get worse it also means that even if you've had surgery to remove all your endometrial tissue, um, because the inflammation is still there and uh, the, it, it will reoccur, um, your, your endo will come back and it will grow and it will. And so your symptoms over time come back. And I know uh, women who've had, you know, these constant cycles of surgery um, because the inflammation is not tackled. Now, Doing something about inflammation and healing your gut is not going to cure your endometriosis. Absolutely not. Because we, we have no cure, because we have no real cause for it, the disease in the first place. Uh, but you can definitely reduce your symptoms and slow down the progression of the disease. So how does leaky gut affect your endometriosis? Um, so one of the really important elements to, or things to realize is that having a leaky gut means that you are not absorbing all the nutrients from food um, because your gut wall has less surface area. Your gut cannot absorb um, the, the, all the digested foods. So even if you eat a fantastically healthy diet, it's likely that you are not getting all the nutrients you need. Um, your body will be trying to function on less than it needs. So it's in, in nutrient starvation, really. The second thing to realize is that leaky gut allows undigested food particles to go through the gut lining and into the bloodstream. So this causes your immune system to kick into gear 
it has detected foreign substances in the bloodstream and needs to do something about it. Um, and remember, your immune system is already super sensitive and triggered way too easily. Um, and in episode three, um, I talk about how that how your immune system is triggered and, and what exactly happens and what we know about your immune system and how it is um, just not functioning optimally as it is. So one of the key tools your system use, immune system uses is inflammation, which is the kickoff signal of various other immune responses. Now, because of your leaky gut, undigested food particles are constantly entering your bloodstream, causing systemic or widespread chronic inflammation. So when you have inflammation because you have a wound, it is acute. It is a short-term um, reaction it does what it needs to do and then it goes but you will have chronic inflammation your all your organs and tissues are in a constant state of inflammation and it's everywhere um, and they they become these wonderful beautiful landing sites for endometrial like tissue to land in and settle and grow and it's you're creating a really nice environment for your endo to spread now, inflammation worsens your leaky gut. Um, and so you get stuck in this vicious cycle. Um, and if you're trying to eat really healthy and be in optimal health, you will not achieve this. Despite all your fantastic efforts, you need to heal your gut. Just eating healthy may not be enough. Um, and in one of the upcoming episodes, I will talk about um what healthy eating really means when you have endometriosis because most of my clients if i if i had a dollar for every time a client started off by saying in their first consultation oh but i already eat healthy um oh i'd be i'd be able to buy myself a lovely lovely christmas present i think um and they and in and, and of course if you and often if i look at what they eat i go yeah for a healthy person you're eating very healthy um but you have you have a disease and um, you have a specific connection and relationship with food that needs to be addressed. So to heal your gut, there are certain foods that you need to avoid eating because they are something that you um, react to, that you probably have an intolerance for, and other foods that you should eat more of or should start eating because some foods are inflammatory. Some foods are inflammatory in general. Uh, we know that they are inflammatory for everyone, regardless of whether you have a disease like endometriosis. And some foods are inflammatory specifically for you. Um, and some foods are anti-inflammatory. So the, it's one thing to remove the foods that irritate you and that create all these reactions. And it's another to then add more of the foods that start you on the healing process. Um, and in the next episode, I will go into more detail about what that means. So what it is that you need to eat more of and what it is you need to eat less of. Um, and, um, and, then, and then you have to realize that somebody, people often ask, how, how long will it take for me to heal my gut? Um, and that's, well, how long is a piece of string? You've probably had leaky gut and a food intolerances for most of your life. Um, 
you may not have noticed, but you probably have. So it, it takes a long time for your gut to heal. Um, one of my clients is doing my, my three-month program, uh, Reclaim Your Life, um, using use diet to reclaim your life from endometriosis. She um, She's doing really well and um, knew what to eat and what not to eat, had been really diligent, and then she... Um, she just exited. So sort of she knew that she was going to eat something that she shouldn't potentially. Um, but it was just the way it was, and that was the only food that she could eat. And she had most of her symptoms had reduced dramatically after this was about after about um three months on nearing the end of her program, and she and so she she thought I should be all right. And she ate it and she sort of the next morning she went oh no oh my gosh so she was bloated again she was constipated she had brain fog it, it had all come back and she was on the one hand a little bit disappointed because she had kind of assumed that her gut would have healed and on the other hand um she was like okay so really <laughs> uh, I can't eat this and I said, yeah, you, you know, it could well be that, you know, you, you'll have to eat in a specific way once you get used to it for most most of your life if you want to keep your um, endometriosis under control. But also it takes a long time to rebuild your microbiome. It takes a long time for your, for your body to stop reacting to certain foods. And for some of you, um, you will always be uh, reacting to certain foods regardless of your your gut it's you know healing your gut may not remove your intolerance to certain foods um so that's something to potentially be ready for that you will forever <laughs> eat a certain diet but that and then at the same time i want to assure you that if you go on a like a, a diet that's appropriate for endometriosis that doesn't mean that you eat really boring Foods. It's about you know knowing exactly which foods to uh, include and no longer include, and once you start to feel better, it's it's definitely worth it. Um, well, that's what most of my clients say anyway, and most of them stay on the diet uh, regardless if they feel whether they feel better or not. Um, so leaky gut. Uh, remember, I just go back to some of the symptoms. Uh, if you have any of those, then you probably have leaky gut and even if and, and these are very fairly common most of them in women with endometriosis and some are uh, you may have not thought about uh, they're not connected to you endo but they uh, may be uh, symptoms that you have so chronic diarrhea and or chronic constipation so some uh, of you alternate between them uh, gas or bloating or headaches migraines brain fog trouble remembering really really terrible fatigue so you wake up in the morning you had a good night's sleep but you wake up like you didn't sleep at all uh, skin rashes and skin problems such as acne eczema or rosacea if you have enormous cravings for sugar or carbs um, arthritis or joint pain uh, if you have bouts of depression if you have anxiety ADD ADHD of course those two those have those two have not much to do with endometriosis but they'll they can go hand in hand 
and any autoimmune diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, celiac disease, or Crohn's disease. We know that though they have a connection to the gut as well. Um, so yeah, next episode, I will talk about foods to eat and foods to no longer eat to try and improve your, your gut and start to heal your gut. Until then, talk to you soon. Bye. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you download my free report, Five Things You Eat and Drink That Are Making Your Endometriosis Symptoms Worse. It will explain to you what uh, what parts of your diet may be contributing to your endometriosis symptoms. Um, you can download it from the link in the show notes.